We're going to keep the topic range from being too taboo. Because I don't want anybody to hear me say I would want to hit with the cringe. Because I'm a cringe lord. I am. Anyway, I'm a cringe lord for good. Because certain topics, like, are people are afraid to say. Because there are a lot of men who have children because they're really afraid to say anything. They wait. We see it all the time. A lot of like, a lot of people we went to school with, their parents got divorced when they got to school because their parents were just waiting for them to go to college. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to be together, but they didn't want to raise, do the baby mama, baby daddy thing. They tried to make it work, and they made it work till y'all were eighteen. Boom. But then there are a lot of dudes. They just run off and disappear because, like everyone says, we are we are men. We do that is one of our rights, kind of the weather. Well, male privilege thing. Yeah, it's a little bit more simple. It's easier for a dude to just run off. It's literally the old, what's the old saying? He went to go get some milk. It's literally that simple and yes, a woman could do it. But chemically it's it's not the women who can give give their kids away are the ones who was we were talking about earlier was to drop Mm -hmm. them off at the fire department because once they see the kid it's like uh uh-uh. They got to cut it. It's a whole different... That postpartum kicks in. Aggressive. Growing something inside of your body for however long the gestation was per case. You know, having to pass this baby, whether it be vaginally or through a C-section. Having to pass this alive person out of you absolutely changes the relationship that you have with that person compared to the person yeah. who... Had a pleasurable few moments. Let himself go. And granted, had to deal with God knows what over the next nine months. But it's not the same. Well, it's I'm, not. It's not. It's, it it's doesn't not mean you, that it's not equal. As a father, it means I'm that not devaluing these people. But it's, it, we'll be talking about the choices, the differences. But that's why it's a horrible thing to try to force. There are some... Well, like, same on the I, yes. In this moment, I'm defending the male species because come on, species. Because it's it's, it's it's crazy when we hear the arguments. Well, you laid with, you did this, you did this, you did that, and it's like cool. You feel stronger. How it is horrible for you to demonize my feelings mm-hmm. and my validity as the fifty percent of the child because of your personal feelings on it. I think the question then comes. And that's what this whole conversation will really be getting down to. Is the percentage 50-50? Maybe that's a... That's the part that we've written. The fact that is we, the percentage 50-50? The fact that we're still arguing that fact was crazy because it's all about the Bible we're saying it. Let's talk it. Yeah, because I'm saying, is it? It is. You're saying it is. I'm saying, it, is it? it? But in the proverbial you, it is in every because every situation is different. In me and the missus category, it is 50-50. As far as the child will go, only because we both doing our part all the time. Mm-hmm. Yes, she carried it. So yes, as a woman, y'all do the heavy lifting for this child thing. Whatever religion, whoever you pray to, say something. Look at Eve. So then, why is it fifty fifty? If because the, are we only if the go- lifting is skewed? Because let's talk. Because what's crazy to me is. Because we want to say, because we want to put a percentage to it by counting the the actual gestation and carrying period for it, right? Mm-hmm. That means ultimately it would be like ninety nine. 
You know, like it would be one of those weird, like, we, or we could even say 51 49. There we go. That's how numbers work. It would be more like a 51 49 because you have a head start because you did the heavy lifting. Because, like, we would always say all this craziness about, yeah, we can do all this and raise up ourselves and do this. But then once the kids get to that puberty age mm -hmm. or that age before, depending on the child. Daddy is more necessary than ever. That's in the edible kingdom too. You can see it. I breed like breed dogs all the time. When they start getting strong and rambunctious and my, smart, my dog would not let nobody but me, the missus, any, and I'll say the roommate at the time, of course, because he lived there. Yeah, and like a few select people, um, who still has one, who has one of her kids. You know, a few select people anywhere in like near the house. Like, she would hear them coming up the stairs. She would know who was coming to the door. It would immediately be moving the kids. So I would always just have them in this cage scenario. It was getting annoying to me. This is very good. <coughs> um, but, and so she, super attached the whole time. Dogs was in my pillows all the time. The type of cute, irritating stuff. But once they got to that age where, where they were no longer helpless... And they could get moved. She wanted nothing to do with them. She violently would snip at them. Was get the fuck away from me. And that's how it works in animal kingdom. Once they can do that, that's when you will see the dad kick back in. That's why I say it is 50-50. Because like in the, we have the nature-nurture scenarios. With disciplining my kid now. I hate the societal stigma. We're, again, it's 2022. We had 2020. What was that 2021? The guy, they was following dude around with, on TikTok. Talking about, oh, this is child trafficking. He's with his daughter. Why does he have his arm around her? It's his daughter. Mm. Like, we're protective of our people. I know it's going to probably be a thing because when I'm in the store now with the kid, I'm all literally have a hand in the car. I'm going to have a hand on her because I've seen this movie. Mm. <laughs> you turn your back and it's, where the fuck she go? Did it, it might not even be her being snatched. She would get snatched because she likes to run away. She yeah. likes to run and make chases. She's she going to open up the door and walk out. Take clean the fuck off. Just, no. Uh -huh. So now I've still we've seen this. So of course I can see That's that. That's parental fear. Oh, so we can see as you get older why he got his arm around her. Yes, especially I don't want these boys coming to talk to you in front of me. Because how am I supposed to react? Because mm -hmm. it's not like because it's the same reaction I would give you talking to me in front of my girl. What makes you think you could just flirt if, with my daughter in front of me? I'm not saying I don't want her to be have us healthy, but not in well, front. Who of, the fuck is you? There are lines and boys. <laughs> who are you? This is Pena, huh? Well, that brings me in why I know I always piss off my trans, the, my, the trans community with a lot of the statements I make because, like, my statements have nothing to do with, with what you think. It's all about common decency. You can't throw any of the binary statements at me. None of that shit. It's all about looking decent. Right there. I'm a cop. Nope. Just put the sound. You're right? Because it's just all, like, the 17 seconds. I'm Ooh. crying. And we can't cut it out either because it's too much fun. Because when you just look at the family and you know everybody's built a certain way, like your whole family think as hell. Your mama think as hell. Mm -hmm. I know you going to be thinking. You can get small. I seen you right when you came offline. So and you were still the same shape. That's what was. Mm -hmm. Granted, it was that pledged skinny, so it looked unhealthy. Mm -hmm. Getting regular, hungry. Oh, right? Now, like, y'all look good. Some sleeping. of y'all look good losing the weight when you do it in a healthy way, but that hungry way. You need a little nap. You need a sandwich and a nap. For me to not be sidetracked, but that's why I said it's a certain kind of decency. Because it's like, come on, sis. 
you, if you are, if you, you want to express yourself a certain type of way, I know your belly don't be in out ain't the thing because if you was a, if you were born a female, we would tell you the same thing to put your damn belly up. Well, mm-hmm. I'm not saying belly up as if you have a shirt on. Because again, that fupa ain't stopping that us dudes who love big girl. We be like, what? Oh yeah, that thing, that literally has be, if you see a reaction from a man who loves big girls and you say reference the fupa, it will be a second guess. Like, what are you, oh. Because I'm looking right do, at you. Do men fuck the fupa too? We don't fuck the fupa, but when you on your back, it goes away. Like most, like like if you look at a girl laying down with her boobs, and she lose like a cup size when she's laying on her back. But your stomach does the same thing. I'm pretty sure somebody's out there fucking fupas. Oh yeah, somebody's fucking belly buttons, fupas. You're you. But you're you. Because I'm saying, because there's a video I shared with a Jesus looking motherfucker. Who was one of those? I'm not. I go by he, she, they. He had on some pumps, pants, female, clearly pink female sans, but looked like feminine Jesus. It, it looked like it was like trans Jesus. I know exactly what you're saying. That, and I'm like, I can, I have no complaint except for that I'm going to make fun of you for looking like trans Jesus because you're not going to not crack the joke. Like you look like trans Jesus. You literally look like trans. Like that's hilarious. Like this. What? Like, why do you look like the non-binary Jesus? Like, it makes no sense to me. <laughs> like, I hope that's not sacrilegious, but it's the truth. Like, you look like, and we're talking the cosmic deity sense. He is not Yeah, you are androgynous Jesus. Because it, it's a cosmic deity. Yeah. It's not a bad thing to be joked about. Right, because it's kind of the truth. Because that means you are a man, and we say, okay. You know the color of your hair, bitch. That's what it comes down to. You know the color of your you hair. You knew how you was cutting it. You knew how you was cutting You years. know what it's giving. So when somebody say it. Right. But, it's, but that, I have no complaints about the look at you. I only have jokes. But that's a true, a healthy joke. You should know that's a joke. Mm-hmm. But like, you, like oh, most of the folks who be like, oh yeah, it's, it's I'm a man. How you not be able to, because you look like a dude that's making fun of a girl. That's what you actually sound like. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Well, it was like that Sonic, that Sonic. Like, I didn't even do. Folks turned the camera around. And when folks turned the camera around, like, you still just look like a gay guy. Mm-hmm. You just have a lip gloss and, and earrings. What am I, wait, are you, are you a girl? You know, it's levels to it. It's, and it is. But there's a certain thing when it comes to just dress for you. I feel that way about everybody. That's why I hate the whole, I hate the size comparisons. I hate big girls versus skinny girls. You skinny as hell. The way people feel about them footballs. <laughs> skinny as hell. Skinny as hell. Skinny as hell. Them <laughs> You skinny as hell. You skinny. Because the way you feel about the football is the way I feel about them ribs. Because the girls that be like, oh, they so fine. I hate band practice all the time. I have to stand in front of the band. No offense, Bells. No offense. Most of y'all. Skinny as hell. Skinny as hell. Skinny as hell. Anyway. Too much. Too much. Because the offense is be going. They bucket. And then while the bucket, like, yeah, they throwing what? Ribs. All I see is I'm standing in front of them. So as they are throwing. Y'all don't see that skeleton? This right here. This this. Y'all don't think that's weird? That's not killing y'all inside? That's no. I can't. It's the ribs. It bothers me. I have messed with skinny girls, and it is a thing. Like the skinny girls I have messed with. If you hear this, I am sorry I added to your body count. I'm sure it had to be bad for you as it was for me. I'm hoping it was at least relieving that night. <laughs> but right. I don't know if it was or if it wasn't. I it was on me. Because I was not enjoying myself. It's not you. It's me. It's my preference. It's me. Because I can see how people can have fun with it. Because it's like, 
you don't have to try. Like, I feel like I damn near don't even need to put my hands on you to lift you. I feel like you just put it in. I can like throw you, mm-hmm. you little hundred pound soaking wet ass bitch fully dressed. <laughs> like, I don't feel like it's no effort. Like skinny girls' hands be small. I know your dick looks huge. If you put it on her little skinny ass belly, you can, oh, I can even reach your belly button. Mm-hmm. Little bon- okay, I'm sure these are the fun parts. But I know somebody heard everything I just said and they heard it demonized. I don't demonize. I'm not. That's my preference. Mm-hmm. When people say when I, when I meet new friends, it doesn't matter what orientation because I like to know what people's body types are because I like hooking people up. That's the only reason I, I like hooking help. people up. Are you like a pimp? Well, I'm. A, I'm a, I like. Can I call you Pimp Daddy Sam? You could. Period. You know we go where that's we gonna work out with calling call ourselves. Um, <laughs> Nope, I can't even do that. I'm say, that sounds gross. I'm that's why we have a bleep. No, we're going to leave that. None of that's getting bleeped. <laughs> we're trying to work these names, and we're going to leave all these names for Jackson's in. So once we get our follower, then we can try to get this comments going by like episode like 20. Yeah, I have info on that. Let me know. Because I was about to say, we're going to try to work in Pimpin' and, and um, Rabble Rouser somehow. The Pimpin' Rabble, but that no, the, the Pimping sounds gross immediately. It doesn't matter what goes after it. It's like, uh-uh. <laughs> Pimping. Pimpin'. Because are you going to put the G on it or not? See, it's no. <laughs> yeah. It's immediately like. Are I'm you not, pimping or pimping? I'm not a little nothing. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like, uh-uh. No, thank you. But again, that's what oh, that's why we say the proverbial you, because all topics are brought up because we need to bring out the parts of the conversation that need to be discussed. Rape culture. Because I'm just talking about sex. That's the big part of it. A lot of these things that need to be brought out is because no one wants to ask the ugly questions. Mm-hmm. No one wants to be the one that, that guy, that girl, when some one of their friends comes up and say, "Oh, I guess <laughs> tells you the story. I've been assaulted. Whatever the R word. Mm-hmm. We'll have to make sure I bleep that out because that, that instantly demonetizes things. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to be the person that says, "Oh, but what did you do?" Yeah. It sounds bad, but. You do have to ask that question only because of the culture setup we've been in. I ask all the time. Mm. I'll ask you now. Did you have sex in? Um, and what grade? It was definitely high school. And it was like um, very brief. It was a part of our health class. Mm-hmm. We didn't have sex ed as a subject. It was a part of health class. It was like a period. Like a week? Yeah. It was given that. And I'm pretty sure your what health teacher was probably like mine was being weird, weird about it. Yeah. Trying to navigate and avoid us cracking jokes. Mm-hmm. And then when they did say anything, it was really just about, oh, STDs, pregnancy. Yep. That's all we talk about when it comes to sex ed. Mm-hmm. I grew up in the church. It really has always been crazy to me that the only advice given is do not taste, touch, nor handle. Make sure y'all handle. Right? And make sure y'all are equally yoked. Because if y'all are both not the exact same religion, like that's the only advice y'all have. Like, if the whole goal is for us to find someone, settle down, do this whole typical nuclear family thing, set up, why is it that we can't in church learn how to date? And shouldn't because it's the church and they want us to practice abstinence, shouldn't they struggle that much harder with wanting to teach us sexual education? And with sexual education, I know someone's hearing this whole thing about how to have sex. No, I'm saying we need to learn, because if I had to go back in time, tell young me something, it would be, 
sex and intimacy are two different things. Mm-hmm. Intimacy doesn't necessarily have anything to do with sex. Yeah. But the church should teach that because that would be help us build friendships better. Mm-hmm. The separation between sexuality and intimacy mm-hmm. is so muddled that men don't really allow themselves to have too many or um, even good enough intimate relationships with other men to the point where you really know them. Because Mm -hmm. me being in relationships with all black men throughout my life, one constant thing that I'm always hearing from them is, well, you the only person that I can... I don't know if that's healthy. You know? (laughs) I don't know if I'm the only person that you could talk to about something and that's not bad to you. I think you should think about that. There weren't enough intimate relationships that they had with other black men who have similar and same experiences in different parts of life to be able to dissect on what they really think and how they really feel. So all of that will get laid on the person Mm -hmm. that they are with or fucking on. Every time. And I don't have no answers for you because I got my own grass to cut. Every, every, you know. Because it's, that's even in, in the sitcoms and the shows we watch, that's one, there's always that one super stoic character and it's always that same joke crack. But they'll be like, oh, insert random job. Oh, this person, I've worked with him for 20 years. We've never said a word to each other. That's my best friend. Mm-hmm. Like house. Yeah, right? Like, that's, but that is the guy. That's, that's on the your token. I'm not going to put any of the labels on that. It. You're supposed to be in your male friendship mm-hmm. category. We're supposed to be able to not have to talk to each other every day. Yeah. We're supposed to, and we're not supposed to have to be that deep. We're supposed to be able to really just be able to kick it based off one thing and do this one activity, like relaxation or something. But pe- but I feel, but I feel like because as men we we understand too well about what category people can be in, because we know as guy talk, we know like a lot of stuff we say. A lot of the exa- well exaggerate a lot of stories. So like if you were to come in and hear guy talk. For the ladies listening, let me put you on. If you're hearing guy talk, it's out of context. We are over-exaggerating what we're saying so everyone believes we're just joking. Everyone's going to believe a piece of the story we're saying is true. We're going to know something we say is true. Mm-hmm. However, they just know to take it as bullshit and not to repeat it. Mm-hmm. So if you walk in and hear Lucky it... forget about it. And that's how we talk. It is just on when it's us. Not when it's just random niggas. But when it's when you dudes with us, with the dudes, yeah, then we just bullshitting. Mm-hmm. That's guy talk. Dangerous. But this, what makes it dangerous is because well, we talk that same way to our women. Because mm-hmm. for us guys who are dating girls who we consider the homies, we fall, because I know I catch myself all the time having to fall into that trap because I catch myself literally saying, not you, I'm sorry, the proverbial you. Mm-hmm. Perfect plug. Oh, I'm sorry, but she's a band girl. Mm-hmm. Anybody who is in the band, affiliated with the band, was been a band plus one. You know, band girls are a different breed. Mm-hmm. She's a woodwind band girl. They're pretty hard. <laughs> they are pretty hard. Like they're just mm-hmm. hard, thick skin. So like, <laughs> we have these moments. And she's a gamer. There's some pretty aggressive words coming. Out. <laughs> some pretty. <laughs> we, we're gaming. We fuck we, you, boy. We getting it in. It's nah. It's <laughs> even worse than that. Ain't none of that girly nothing. She be dropping bass on these niggas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what the fuck? 
I'm crying. She gets and it in. cussing their asses out. She, it turns me up. I'd be in there gassed up off of her, though. And I would like, you know, we just, and we'll just get to talking. Because she's nerdy like me. So, so we'll fall into the, I'll start talking to her in guy talk format. Mm-hmm. So a lot of proverbial statements will come out. And I'm like, no, I'm not. And so I'll say, yeah, you. Dead motherfuckers. You, 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 you. Like, I ain't talking about you, though. As I'll notice at a point, mm-hmm. certain jokes won't translate. That's when I'm like, oh, whoa, 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 what you, just happened? You hit a wall. I hear her. And, I, and I, that's when I'll notice. She noticed I was being too boyish at her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she'll turn like, oh, and like, oh. It's like, hold on, don't forget now. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> I'm the love of your fucking life. Don't play with me. Carry your child. Oh, boy, ma'am. I was, me, just, I was just saying. Let me turn the, the butler back on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let, me, let me bow. Let me put a phone to apron. Get you a martini, a margarita. What, what, what you mean? <laughs> I'm crying. The dynamics. But that's important. Like, cause We brought up dynamic because our dynamic is important to discuss everybody else's because we, we're not spilling tea because I hate that statement mm-hmm. but I speak Cantonese went to college anyone who went to an HBCU I don't know about the PWS because I didn't go to one well, I, I don't know, know HBC- anything about that I don't know about that but I know it's HBCUs Cantonese the perfect blend of straight and gay it is how we talk because we know y'all have an extra layers of language because I'll be hearing it I don't mm-hmm. even try to catch it it has its me. own sect in AAVE it does yeah. If you was to write it down, it'd probably look like uh, like haikus and shit. Yeah, it'd be very poetic. Yeah, because it's, it, <laughs> it's a lot of context clues to like a lot of things y'all doing. It's very awesome. It's where the Cantonese come from, and it, it's a part of AAVE because even without explanation, most of it our people can catch on to just automatically. We don't, and it's the same with different accents when you go to different places. Like yeah. there's going to be moments, but for the most part. I know what the fuck you getting at. I'm picking up what you're putting down. It's cultural. Yeah, it's cultural, so it's definitely... That's why slang itself is just big. I was gagging when I was told that apparently English is really difficult to learn. English is stupid. I can definitely And that's why that. it's so difficult to learn, because it's ass fucking backwards. It doesn't make sense. It's so... Because reading it without punctuation will confuse the hell out of you. Mm-hmm. But we don't all write punctuation. We just use content yeah. to read it in other people's voices. Yeah. English is stupid. I think English has a possessive nature to it. Mm-hmm. It is sort of narcissistic in personality. Because when we have a bunch of women on the show, I want to make sure we have the disclaimer. Ladies, I don't feel... The questions I ask you that are really trigger you... Is it really what how I feel about it? But however, there's a bunch of men who were taught this way. I asked him a question, my co-host here, a question earlier about sex ed. It wasn't sex ed that that disturbed me. It was the similes we had after, where we started having these like guy talks, like with random males at the school, <laughs> and we had these talks where the girls would switch out, the guys would switch out. My people don't get invited to such events. This the T9 texting days. We ain't need to look down the Yes, text. T9. <laughs> T9 was the fucking days. It was the days. You, just you had, had to, to know how to text. You did. You. you it was to, a skill. And you, we were all speed reading. Everyone's a speed reader. That's a millennial almost. So we just speed read that text and now we just looking down. We just, mm-hmm. <laughs> just like just going. Wow. Real quick auto check. You know, check it real quick. And you good. So that was me and the assemblies. But. What disturbed me was, and that's one of the things that the disturbing or asking women and guys, mm-hmm. and I'm going to now start asking as of like 
April 8th, 2022. I'm going to start asking this question to them to more in the trans community and the non-binary when it comes to um, the talks, when it comes to those. Because we had the token, again, like restating, we had the token, all the boys in one auditorium, all the girls in another. The women, the adult women coming to talk to the girls, the adult women talking to the boys. And we switched genders and all that. Boo. And they, one of the things that disturbed me constantly hearing was, when <coughs> happening, don't fight it. Now, yes, in the short version, yes, we, we, all, we know the whole, if it's happening and you, once he's in there and you're not fighting because, okay, cool. If he has a weapon drawn on you, yes, that makes sense. However, let me tell you from the side of the dudes, because I've been listening to a lot of this. I heard it growing up, and that's what pushed me away while I always wanted to kick with the girls more. And a lot of these boys are in jail. So if you went to school with me, yeah. if you recognize my voice, if you, you know, know my you name. You know who I'm talking about. You know, because these niggas is in jail. And they heard these talks, and it was like, oh, once I push up on the girl, she's not going to fight. If a girl tell me, no, all I got to do is get aggressive, she's not going to fight anymore. Because us as men, me personally, I've never raped anybody. How and I have even gone back and I've asked a lot of my past conquests. <laughs> I mean, I say that's not a word. That sounded horrible. That's not a <laughs> conquest, like, right? That's like a, a conquistador, right? Like a notch <laughs> on a belt, like a mother. Like that's not horrible. I'm crying. Like oh, like, a lot of the past women I've had sex, had interactions with the things I've been asking. Like was I aggressive? And I mean, they say I was aggressive, but it was the aggressive they wanted me to be. I read the situation correctly, thankfully. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was wherever at. But it's like, again, if you recognize my voice, you know a lot of these dudes would have been jumped. All of y'all who recognize my voice in the band world know what I'm talking about. They dragged that boy and went through the school and swelled both his eyes shut. Mm. Both his eyes were swelled shut. He played tuba. You raping folk, is you? He was one of those put will push up if I get more aggressive. Because that is the truth. She'll get more submissive. She will, because that's what a lot of these women in our in my like in my hour, whoever's listening, age bracket, we're prepared to believe. Mm-hmm. In the way I talked about guy talk earlier, mm-hmm. how we, there's a group of guys talking, we be bullshitting. Us men hearing girl talk is the same thing. We hear it out of context. I'm used to growing up with the kids be seen, not heard. So she's got her all her female friends over or whatever. They talking, laughing, giggling. I need to come upstairs and get something out the kitchen. I need to move quickly. So anything I heard them say was always out of context. Mm-hmm. And let's keep it going throughout the days of my life. It never didn't come out of context, but again, I grew up in being the, we need a male's opinion. I was usually the male's opinion, so I got to be involved in these girl talks to put it into context, mm-hmm. which gave me the leg up. Most mm-hmm. of my male compatriots, one of my, most of my penis user compatriots don't have that privilege. So the only thing they know is the out of context female talk. I just need a nigga to take it. Mm-hmm. I need the biggest <laughs> Oh, you're going to f*** me? You need to be f***ing the shit out of me for at least 30 minutes. You hearing that as a woman in your girl talk, you're hearing, oh, yeah, because in this right now, because the last nigga I was fucking with, this nigga dick was so, had no girth. It was so pencil that the only thing he could mm-hmm. do was, at best, was stab the fuck out of me, yeah. sensually. So what I'm saying is I don't want that. I don't want that. I would like to be able to So I'm going to say that. the opposite, but in a very inflated way. Very inflated, because I want him to not have to do work. I... You girls know that. In receivers, y'all know that. Y'all know y'all want to be able to... We all know there's a limit. We know. You know. (laughs) You want him to only have to put just the tip in, and that's clearly enough, because Mm -hmm. you're not tear-sick of him pumping the shit out, because you ain't got no girth. Mm 
Mm-hmm. You have to fuck the shit out of. That's what happens. The smaller mm-hmm. the dick, the, high, the rougher it has to be most of the time, mm-hmm. or even the bigger if it's too big because it's it just can't. It's this the simulation. Like most of some of the most ill-educated men sexually because they ain't used to use the dick. I ain't that's again. We gonna get deeper into those talks later, but again, we got with the if they talk. So these men again are only hearing fuck the shit out you because that's the only thing you said. Mm-hmm. You say only thing I like is being fucked for a long time. That's the only thing he hears in other context. Mm-hmm. You say, oh, if a nigga just want, he just need to take it. He heard just take it mm-hmm. in a regular setting. If you saw you walking, mm-hmm. I would think you were running and jogging. <laughs> that should that's your right to run and jog mm-hmm. in that outfit. Anybody listening, mm-hmm. be clear that is my stance on it. Once you come to a man's dorm room, a man's home one-on-one with that same outfit on and you guys weren't working out together mm-hmm. and that man also isn't a man who works out wherein you would come in and he would have been doing the same equivalent activity that's a lot of stipulations there there is because it's just the reality <laughs> of it and you'll see why next because that cycle for you to come over in just these spanks because those are painted on so I see pom pom I see the whole outline of the booty and it's being shaped correctly because those athletic clothes are nice to the bottom half of a body mm-hmm. you have just a sports bra on mm-hmm. and the hoodie you had on was nothing else you took the hoodie off and you have just that on that looks to me like you're offering like you're giving me an open invitation and the only thing I've actually heard you say out of your mouth is if a nigga one he's need to take it those are the signs I've heard Right? Proverbial you. Proverbial I. That's disturbing. It is. And that's my stance when I say what, with a lot of girls, with the trigger with, with, a lot of, with a lot of the ways I will phrase my statements. Because like if you're saying that the man who is uncultured, the uncultured swine of the scenario, that's what he's receiving. Mm-hmm. They don't know that. That's what is what you're putting out. Unfortunately. And I'm not on the side of the people, anyone saying, oh, just because we're women, we're being, um, I'm not just punishing you because you're a woman or making, or judging you more harshly. Because it's like men, we need to learn, but it's like we don't have the opportunity. This is what we're supposed to learn. So I'm being more harsh in that sense because, like, you know what you wanted. But where, I mean, where. You knew you didn't want sex coming into this, but you knew you wanted camaraderie. You need to make sure that is known. You need to think outside because you can't say sex isn't that important. By saying I'm not going to think where of do, it sexually. Where do I'm where sorry, do men um, where do men learn that? The misconception is we're supposed to learn it from our parents. We're supposed to learn it from actually dating. Right. That's why, in my personal opinion, on the receivers end, I do feel like it is more of a. Um, it is more on the receivers end to be more stricter and to be more of the gatekeeper role. Mm-hmm. Because on the givers and we, because it's your gate to be kept. It is your gate to be kept, and we have shots to be shot. We have to keep shooting our shot, and I need to be like a salesman because once you shut that door down, you know, no shade. I think of men like sperm cells. Think of how vigorous and serious sperm cells are. Actually, I think men are literally just the bigger version of that very same energy. Kill it. Yeah. Come on, come on, like I'm there. Well, I think I mentioned that right. <laughs> I'm like, you need this because I need this. Why we got the drinks? Shout out to Wild Ball for the shameless plug. Sponsor us. I just be liking y'all lemonades. Get this pomegranate lemonade. It's a pomegranate tea, child. That'd be a nice, cute little sponsorship, too. Because the ball, holler at me. 
But it, but is that in my personal opinion? But that's on my, also on my thinking when it comes to um, just simplifying all of it. Because I hate changing the definition versus let's extend it and perfect it. Because it's twenty twenty two. Let's think beyond ourselves, people. Because again, I'm saying receiver because I'm not just talking for heterosexuals. I'm talking for everybody. If you're on the receiver's end, it's your job to to pace it out because you need to make sure that is labeled. Because on the receiver's end, yes, it is your it is your duty to know when you want to have sex. However, it is also on you to be able to learn to acknowledge when, because if they're ready for sex early, mm -hmm. you do need to make that acknowledgement. No, I am not. Yeah. Let's be clear. And I'm going to make sure we're not in these situations where I can mislead you. However, I would like to cuddle. The, you know. That gets really complex, that, that dance, because, the, I mean, that is... But that's how you literally know. That's, that's what we have to do. Uh -huh. Anyway, but we have to do that because it's that or else. It, yeah, honestly. The issue is, though, the or else. The only thing that can tame men is other men. The only thing that can educate men on what to do and what not to do is other men. Factual. Well, well, ult ultimately, yes. Because I'm in this, in the, in the, um. A nigga has to know it's not okay to rape a, a woman or try anything like that because other men will probably beat your ass. I mean, that's what the police. I was about to say in, in the in the proverbial in the heart of what you're saying. I 100 percent agree with you. Yes, because yeah. yes, that is the truth. That's why we need fuck blue lives. But I do agree with that's why we need the police force. Because why a lot of people ain't just running around running up in people's houses. Yeah. Let me slow down what I'm saying. Because I really wonder. I always have this thought. Mm -hmm. Follow me. See if we can. I always imagine, and you know I'm very loopy in the brain, and we're very high right now, too. Um, what if, right, what if you were the only real person on the planet? Right. And everything and everybody else was a creative simulation. Westworld. To, like, um, just appease you. Let's say you were the only actual organic human person that's experiencing this this way. Everything Factual. else is just here to exist for you, right? Mm -hmm. Are people really bad or is that an illusion? Like, if there was lawlessness, if the police and all that shit went away and government and all of that, would people actually be running around raping and pillaging and doing shit like that? Do people actually do stuff like that? Or do we live in some type of existence where we have this carefully curated story that's been given to us about how people are or what humanity is? Because I... For all intents and purposes, a lot of things should have happened to me. And, things don't happen to me. Rob would say, yeah, knock that, <laughs> knock on wood. Yeah. Hug a tree. We, that. that wouldn't if, when you want it, we waiting. Cause we, we, you can get we make it. good love. Good, sweet, tender. You can get us both. <laughs> you can get us both. Mm-hmm. It'll be the ride of your life. A, a nasty poly sesh. You can you probably <laughs> you could have it back to back at the same time. However, you're ready. For you it. just you you talk to me. You because we're here. We have plenty like. of we have plenty of the ganja. Unless that's wrong. I I don't know how that process. Do you smoke yourself if you're what? Does, I don't. Do you feel that? I don't know. I, is that you know how we're supposed to? So it's like oh maybe please. we should just drink, right? Because that's cool too. Mm -hmm. Whatever or not. We not poking in the bear. We not poking in the bear. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> under the current system we have, meaning the capitalist system, the reward system being forced. Because as as a dude, if you have none of the um, 
I can't even just say just as a dude because you watch a ninety day fiance, those um bunch of those um less of the attractive women who um get with the super sexy foreign dude, they be all like, I want my sex now. Like, oh, you mean to tell me you are a vagina wielder and you can't get none? Mm. That seems foreign to me as a penis wielder. If it's a penis user, I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't just walk out and be like, hey, who wants some Nidley? It'll be more dudes jumping for that than women jumping on that mm-hmm. offer. But you mean to tell me as a woman, you can walk outside and be like, who wants some badge? And, and nobody say nothing? Crickets. <laughs> that don't make sense to me. I'm crazy. That don't make it don't make sense to me. But it's like, that is the truth. That's why we have these raping scenarios. Because people feel the rewards should have been there. Mm-hmm. You know, most of the dudes who are doing, who are the dudes the sexual assaults, they be hardworking people. The really violent ones, let's be specific, like those ones that are like, that, let me not even say they're really violent. Forcible ones. rapes. They're forcible rapes, right? Like the ones where it's like the date rapes, all that stuff, because they feel they're entitled to it. Mm-hmm. That entitlement is not just because they're dudes, that entitlement is because they're men and because they've been working. So like, I work. I listen. If we're going on a date, I'm going to spend a bunch of money. By the third date, we should be having sex. What's wrong? What am I doing wrong? So this constantly happening to them. This is giving very much um, criminal minds. But it's the truth, and we keep ignoring it because the only response at the beginning will do better. But it's like, well, we the do better part is to educate early on this. Is to educate. Like, oh yeah, that's not what it is. Like you're not finna get it because some of these motherfuckers not, is crazy. That is the truth. But that, again, I say that's but why that's it, a very small margin of it. But, but but that's the it answers. The, my answers. My further answer is what I was your question, Mike. That further answers your question because I do believe it's not wouldn't just go ape shit if we was to eliminate the law. Yeah, it would be because again, some people genuinely are crazy, but they're crazy under the certain current system we have. Like that's why when you see your The Walking Dead, your post-apocalyptic show, yeah. the crazy person always becomes normal. Mm-hmm. It's not because everyone becomes crazy; it's because they were crazy because they couldn't take society. Yeah. Once we shut it down, and now whatever you're doing is literally productive. Yeah. What'd you do today? Now you make sense. You make sense because you literally have this one thing. What do you do? You wake up, you gather water, you skin some fish, you make sure nobody dies. That's and that's to a hundred percent validation. Every single person will love you for it. Mm-hmm. Now you're normal. But in the system where it's like I have to go to work, meaning I'm working eight hours a day at one job and four hours at another job. Every single day. And everybody keeps telling me I don't deserve to in a small space with these small people. And y'all people that are telling me I don't deserve more are the worst customers. Mm-hmm. You people that are telling me I don't deserve to get paid more for flipping burgers don't pay attention to the fact that the other 100 people that were in line with you. And, and there we are uh, back to the money thing. But that does bring an interesting point to my mind because value, right? Most of us can agree there's a clear difference between somebody that flips burgers and somebody that's a brain surgeon. How do we assign the value and what is it based on? Because right now, all it could possibly be based on is, um, damn, what is the phrase that I'm looking for? I don't think it exists in English. No. No, we are, we attach people's worth to their, um, to how difficult their title is to achieve. That brings me on. That, that ties me back to what earlier I was going to say. I forgot exactly what point it is, but it was on the um, the settlements and the civilizations and the, as we were talking about the, um, mm-hmm. the, the, black, the black cities, for lack of a better I can't remember exactly how to phrase it. But um, will we look at any of those older European shows? Mm-hmm. 
or any of the or the European time where we had the Industrial Revolution and, uh, and all of that. The nobles and the slave owners, the reason they were able to keep us in check and they were able to make it seem better, they kept us from reading. Not just us black, I'm saying all of us poor people. So take the race out of this. All of us poor people, this is a classes issue. All the poor people kept from being able to really read. You blacksmith, you don't need to be able to do nothing else with blacksmith. Mm -hmm. But me, I know how to read about blacksmith. I know how to write down about blacksmith. I am the academic mm -hmm. of, of blacksmiths. Mm -hmm. That makes me better than you. Mm -hmm. Because I am the academic. Oh, why does that make me better than you? Because I can take this academics and apply it to something else because that is what we do in academia. Because we are a mm -hmm. bunch of academics. <laughs> Right, like they just keep throwing those words around, and that's how we continue to push that forward. That's bit of society never failed. Yeah, they still have the queen. It's definitely intellect right. that wins it all, and that's how we kept it going. So it's like as long as the what to achieve is more important, but it's like most of the shit we go through to achieve those degrees don't even we forget it when we graduate because it's not important. I think you just unraveled what one of the deepest problems in society is: is our uh, social intellect has hit a cap. Now the most ill-educated person in America, for the most part, is more educated than somebody else in the world. We have reached a place where our most ignorant is still smarter than a good chunk of everybody else. And I'm saying smarter in the classic arithmetic, yeah. reading, um, basic science type of way. A, a standardized IQ test. A standardized little American test is something, even in the most ghetto of neighborhoods, and I know this from traveling the world myself, even in the most um, ghetto or rural places in America, like the Appalachians fucking mountains, you know, places where people are really ignorant the Bible Belt. Places where motherfuckers are really stupid. I don't care. If they really are that, and I'm a Yankee, so you know that's the thing too. They're still more educated than people in loads of that still know less than those people. And it's scary. Let me not say scary. It's sad because we, again, we use the word ignorant and naive and things like that really demonized so it sounds worse than it is. Because ignorance isn't horrible. The proverbial you. The proverbial of it, yeah, because it's ignorance isn't horrible. Because, like, we can... Ignorance is a fact of life. And if you can't say shit like that, then what are we talking about? For folks who are new to the concept of this concept of talking about ignorance, and it's like, you're ignorant to things that you just don't know about. Mm -hmm. I have never cheered. I've been in the band all the days of my life, and the university that I attended mm -hmm. had the cheers that cheers, cheerleaders worked directly with the marching band. We were with the cheer all the time. That doesn't mean I understand the concepts of it. Doesn't mean I'm a cheerleader. That, at all, I know that somebody said something, and it will trigger, I'm assuming, from a pre practice set of routine, of practices and rehearsals that they didn't pick up and keep going. That's about all I got for you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know some, I know Herky. I know. Everybody knows toe touch. There you go. There you go. Toe touch. Um, double toe, two hand toe touch. You know. Um, <laughs> two hand toe touch. You know, we've got bass. We've got flyer. Uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean that's fairly advanced. When they turn your voice on, mm -hmm. oh, shit, I would shut up. I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? 
Aim yeah. me across the field. I'm like, oh. It's like an instrument in the chest. It, 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 it did it for me a little bit. She probably not going to hear it, but I'm going to say she probably is. I don't know. Who knows? I'm going to say If she hear it, it, it did it for me. It That's my little head. I love it. She was definitely on the shake. It was shake that thing was worth looking at. Mm-hmm. But That's you know, girls. I am, but I can definitely say I am ignorant and naive to a lot of cheerleading things though like mm-hmm. that's not bad it's I'm supposed to be I'm not a, I'm not a part of the culture mm-hmm. I use the term y'all will hear me constantly say I said it probably three times already uncultured swine everybody on this planet is an uncultured swine about something because mm-hmm. we don't know we haven't lived a life the tower what is it the tower of Babel happened and we all separated went on different ways and now we speak different languages mm-hmm. different beliefs different understandings the only thing we can do now is try to move forward and try to understand those understandings now. So move, so every time you tune into the proverbial you, don't take it so serious, but take everything we're saying serious. But when you hear you, if what we're saying hits you, we're talking about you. But make sure you understand the context. Because you'll hear me say it, I hate single mothers and what they have to go through. But it's not just saying I hate single mothers, it's because I hate whatever you had to go through to get there. Because a lot of the single moms were single moms by choice specific age bracket women that are my age their opinion now you hear them say it you see it on facebook i try not to make the comments because i always get threats of facebook jail that happens because they'd be like they'd be happening to me too all of y'all listening and you can at me because we could you can come on because there's an episode for the for the sick for y'all i guarantee it's an episode for you you could be a guest we can bring it on and i guarantee my co-host here will back you up in a lot of the stuff <laughs> because a lot, and that's his point to keep me in check to keep me in line because a lot of my opinions and microaggressions are there and i try not to make them and please check me on them yeah but what i like is at least you're forward with them and it's not aggressive like just say it and even if it's irritating as fuck we can discuss the irritation after the fact because I, I will apologize for whatever is offensive but it's like we need to talk about that opinion but, but just say it though because a lot of them they talk about their baby daddies and it's like I was there y'all wasn't supposed to have this baby y'all don't even like each other mm-hmm. you know you only had this baby because y'all wanted to stay together right I know that you know that he know that why are you talking different now don't join a hurt woman's club because I hate all those mom groups I'll be mean, for trading them on reddit I'd be infiltrating them on Facebook. It'd be shit like... This is why I tend to, like, ignore specifically baby mama, baby daddy shit. Because... Pillow talk. The shit that people do when it's just their partner. When it's just them. It's totally different. Totally different. The personalities are even different. That was the thing that was a part of my last relationship. And I noticed that he would be saying um, things that were very familiar to my ears. From movies, from culture, from my platonic male friends telling me their problems and stuff like that. And I'm listening to it as a friend. And while I'm trying to be the feminine ear, I'm not actually in the seat of their woman. Here I was actually in the seat. Mm-hmm. And I'm listening to this grown man mm-hmm. tell me shit like, well, you're the only person that I could talk to. Or, um, well, how the fuck am I supposed to tell anybody else that? And you you just the one that, you know, yeah. just, just stuff like that. And it's like, okay, so are you different when it's me and you? Because I don't know if that makes sense. I don't, because that to me, that sounds like a recipe for some old bullshit. What mm-hmm. if I got to go out of town and mm-hmm. you just here? Mm-hmm. 
You different? You different when you around your friends? You different when you around your family? You different when it's blended? You're different when you go on vacation with me and my friends? Because that could be a thing like, who the fuck am I dealing with at any given point? And the fact that it happened to me, somebody that's in a double marginalized community, I have far less dating and sexual options as a black gay man than a black woman. A black, well, yeah. woman. It wouldn't matter. Well, you decide, yeah. yeah, it wouldn't matter. I have far less options. So the fact that it can and does happen to me at the rate that it does suggests to me that there's an overwhelming amount of niggas out here mm-hmm. that have a split. Man, there's a split. In 2022, I love the COVID shutdown that happened because it put a lot of people to use the good side of social media, which mm-hmm. is the forum of it. The so forum. We, the forum, because that's what social media is supposed to be. The forum be fire. So we got to like, talk about safe spaces and how men we don't feel it. So yes, every human being has to split because we all put masks on. We have the masks we use when we're people. Masking we're, is a thing. Right, it is because you, like, you have the mask with people you're completely comfortable with and then you have the mask you want people to see that don't know you. Yeah, everybody does not deserve access to all parts of you. They don't. We are understanding of that. And with, with the thing with men though because we are so limited with the vulnerability meaning because we tied the emotions itself. We actually feeling our emotions themselves. Mm-hmm. Not all of men, because I'm not going to put the cisgendered heterosexual statement on that. I'm going to put us males in general, because any even the, with the uh, I've noticed with the trans, the me female to male trans that they actually in that same thought process too. We've t- tied, or even in the women who in a lot of the cisgendered women who are just male, they think like men, quote unquote. Because I don't think a woman can think like a man, but for the sake of this topic, I'll say it. Um, we tie vulnerability with being able to feel because we literally can't feel our emotions if we're not being vulnerable to them ourselves. Mm-hmm. So once we get finally get to a person, it gets weird because I... Don't know what to say to you right now. I don't. I know I just want to talk to you. Right. I know I need to be talking to you. I don't, I don't know what I need to be saying. I don't know what I need to be saying. That's always the dissonance. And that's what makes it seem like we are bullshitting because I am not bullshitting or rambling, but I really don't know. I, I know do I'm feeling know something. Yeah. Me yeah. personally. Spiritual ignorance. Because all of that was proverbial. Let's put the me. Emotional. I won't say spiritual. Emotional. It's both. Because it is emotional and spiritual. Because it's half of it is a literal chemical thing, which is emotional. It's a literal chemical, which we all are experiencing as a universal experience of emotions. And then the spiritual aspect is what makes it the individual yeah. plane of it. You not being able to um, orate or navigate is what makes it a, I guess it, uh, it will be a psychological issue, and to me, psychology and spirituality are the same thing. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, like, on, like, along the lines of what I was um, tying all that together, like, me personally taking away from the proverbial to make this be more specific. Mm-hmm. I am great in a crisis. I am, like, the person, anyone listening, if you're ever in an emergency situation, please don't let this be the horror movie setup or the thriller movie setup where somebody hears it and they're like, oh, let me set up the crisis. Please don't let this be the thing. Please. But I'm the person who wanted an emergency or crisis because in any emergency situation, in anyone who's been in one, my first time in Cleveland, it was a foreign riot. Niggas was shooting in what is that? Tower City Mall, St. Patrick's Day. Niggas was drunk. I literally, in any emergency, even in Mar- like any of those market times where people have been having those heart attacks, seizures, like anything that happens, I literally can't feel. 
I literally only can feel the logical parts of my being. Like, like anything that allows me to fix the situation is the only thing I literally can feel. Like, nothing else makes even, I, I literally can't even recognize them. Like, and I know this sounds cliche, but no, I literally mean that. Like, that's why anybody who's been in this situation with me in an emergency, I've been so level-headed. Like, I'm acting like nothing's happening. I'm like, oh, no, you're fine. People are passing out. Oh, no, you're good. What's your name? No, you're fine. They're leaking. Squeak, 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 leaking. I'm just, oh, no, you're fine. It's okay. I'm just going to pass the pressure here, okay? And everything's fine. Niggas are throwing up. People shooting, throwing up. We, again, that Cleveland trip, the Tower City niggas is macing. They were macing people through the tear gas canisters. Like, what did y'all the gunshot stopped. Y'all just made it worse. <laughs> like, now y'all just ain't here fucking everybody up that didn't get shot that wasn't shooting. Those niggas is really rioting. But like in any of those type of situations, I'm really calm and collected because literally I cannot feel. I get all the perks of the adrenaline though. Like anybody know, like I'll be moving. I've been lifting niggas. So like I know it's happening. So when I was even younger and people said like, and we, I learned about adrenaline and you getting that like lift a car off your child strength. I literally can write down the moments I get those bursts of adrenaline because I literally experience it as it's happening because I'm not getting the panic. Mm-hmm. I literally will feel myself get the burst of strength. You know, I feel like that might um, explain what the biological reason why men are less emotional. But, but Evolutionarily speaking. Because it's, it cracks because the majority of us as I'll say cisgendered heterosexuals, at least, because we ex- it's an explosive part because on the stoic side. Because what happens to me is what makes it what makes me kind of annoying. I think for the other people experiencing it is I experience it later. Oh, okay, it comes back around. Yeah, because I was gonna say it's not necessarily less emotional. It is. It just a bit, it's like displaced emotion. Perfect. It, we have displaced emotions because, like, it, even like if like. Like, the dude who was with me. Um, I'll say Martian Manhunter was with me. You know who he is. Brother, uh, I'll tell you who we're talking about after we go off to cut his name out. Um, he was with me in that Tower City situation in my firstborn. Mm-hmm. My oldest, my oldest, talking college people here. Mm-hmm. Talking college life, oldest born. My firstborn. Mm-hmm. They, when they were dating. And they were there. Him being there is how I got to experience it faster. Mm-hmm. Because he got his girl out, my firstborn. And I got my, me and my girl, mm-hmm. me and Sweetie at the time, you know, I'm making sure she was cool. That's Again, this was an epic story to meet her dad the first time with, I get your daughter safe. <laughs> That's a great notch for me, you know, man. Yeah. Like, you're That's a good right. man. It you're definitely a good is. man. <laughs> you was a good man. That's the first thing That'll get you in good. The first thing you said to me, you a good man. I'm glad my daughter picked you. Winning. Me but, too. Um, <laughs> You know, like, so once we settled, once the situation settled down, we finally linked back up as a group, we get in the car. I look Martian Manhunter in the face. And that's when my panic set in from the first gunshot. And it's like, and that's one of the, like, first, I will say the first time in my life I got to experience the panic right after a panic happened. Because mm-hmm. majority of the time I experienced it by myself. That's why a lot of my worlds, a lot of scenes and things I've created in my worlds can still to this day make my heart race because I tied it to me experiencing a lot of tragedies and emergency situations by myself. While I just be sitting there, something happened. After the problem has been solved. After the problem has been solved. After everybody's safe. Everybody's dapped up, hugged, kissed. That's an almost admirable masculine trait. But it's, I know it makes it exhausting. It kind of makes me grab my titties. 
But it ex- I know for a fact it exhausts my partner because my brother has the same quality in the same way because we just don't. We don't just, but eventually, my, um, my brother's wife um, coined it emotional diarrhea. Because mm-hmm. it was like, we are with our partners. I don't know what I want to say to you, but I don't want to say something. It was like, now that I'm with you and we're in this vulnerable moment, and I'm feeling something, and you, and like with, again, memories with people, not even just our romantic partners, but with people in general are better because we remember remembering it. So remembering with a person makes it easier to remember. So it's like, if I'm sitting with them and I were talking and now I'm with the feelings and now we're getting vulnerable, mm-hmm. you've triggered something. And we're, we're away from perverted. I'm talking to me specifically here, people. And any woman, if the women who it didn't work out too much with this will explain some things. So now that I've said some stuff to you, now I'm experiencing something. Mm-hmm. I haven't felt it. I never felt it. I just, this is the first time me feeling that experience. I might randomly get intense. Mm-hmm. But it's not me getting intense at you. This is where I, the proverbial coin, where I will verbally say it all the time. Like this, Not you. I'm not talking about you. But I will have talking this. talking about the, the proverbial. The proverbial because right, what the situation I'm talking about, I'm actually feeling the emotions of it for the first time. And it's in earnest. Mm-hmm. And I know it's hard to explain to a lot of you, but it's, I, that happened years ago. Yeah, but I'm just now talking about it. Yeah. And the situation happened. I was cool, calm, and collected. So no one asked me if I was okay. So I didn't need to ask if I was okay. Mm-hmm. As I was the calm, collected one, and I wasn't bleeding. I wasn't hurt. Everybody assumed that I was okay. I even did. As I mean, that's because I, and I was because everyone else was fine. Maybe you stereotype yourself. I, but that's, that is a part of it. But it's part of stereotyping that's in the... I don't even know how to coin it because it's not the bad stereotyping. But it's in the... Oh, but I'm a support role. Even I'm a nerdy gamer. I run support. So if everybody's cool, I'm cool. Mm-hmm. But because of that added delayed displaced emotion and quality... Support needs support. We do, but I don't know that because I did... It wasn't until the later years of my life, like, you know, me realizing, oh... This might be what wears my partners out because if I do try because with me and sweetie that that was a lot. I do apologize. I want to apologize. I just like, you ain't have to be that ugly for the end because I did this. I was gonna take you out to dinner, do a whole apology thing and everything mm-hmm. because like it was you was coming and then when I, with me coming to awareness of damn this emotional diarrhea probably is rough for you because I don't like you on my down days, which means I don't actually have that same um, Sebastian Michaelius. Black Butler, the Butler from Black Butler, the anime, favorite anime. That Black I Butler. I love Black Butler. I love it so much. Anyone listening? I love Sebastian. That last season? We wait till we do our episode. Yeah. This one episode nerd out. We're going to deep dive. We'll, we'll skip over that for now. Because that's all that. We go. We need to take the, the same time of this episode will be that one. Anywho, but that's the manners I have towards my female friends. And then, like, in general, but, like, my partner is is Seal, Phantom Hive. Like, it is my lord and master. Summon me, please. <laughs> yes, summon me. Mm-hmm. Until the die. Until I'll die. Pull me straight into your presence. When you release me is when I am done. When you say I'm done. <laughs> Ma'am. Mm-hmm. Which, and that's the level you of... You are a hedonist. And, exactly. But that ties all in it. But that's when I had to make it that much rough on, when I say, the emotional diarrhea. And why I have this, the sympathy and aggression I have towards wanting to solve the problem. Because, like, I'm on the aware and I'm turning <laughs> this year. <laughs> that many money is. And 
I'm just now being aware, and like I have no cases. A lot of my computers are dead because they have no cases, and I'm like, it's probably because y'all think the same way. If you have to displace the most of these things, yeah, no one asked. It was all of my powerful people, all of my strong people, all of my fixers, my healers. We know you gonna be all right, but I'm asking, are you okay? I'm asking. We gonna do when we start doing our lives and we ask yeah, that. Yeah, they say check on your strong friends. When we start doing these lives, the, the lives, whatever we, we go stream. Check it. Yes, like check on it. We will give you the words of encouragement. You ain't even gotta say shit. We gonna put tell you exact hashtag to put. We see that hashtag, we gonna start gassing. We'll check your page. If it's on Facebook, we'll scan your page. We'll fuck you for posting back on Instagram or Insta. We'll we'll stalk you. Because I really am a firm believer in we all we got. Post game, we move in silence to my city. All we know is violence. Been through it all. I had to fall and I rose up. I got a ball. All I see is money. I'm thumbing through them hundreds. I'm chasing all the millies. Yeah, them bad bitches keep coming. Yeah, yeah. This life we live. What choice gets you killed? No joke, we for real. They told me don't die young because I'm talented. I heard you dirty, yo, when you said that shit. The struggle, yeah, I've been through. I keep it in my review. Motivated, dedicated, I elevated my mental. Run, run through my city. I'm smoking on that icky. Marvel by my side and this trigger figure itching. Before you said, let's get it. Let's focus on the vision. I hope you hear the message. Jewish drop down, hope you catch him. Hold up. The 4G said, let's get it. I hope you hear the message. Jewish drop down, hope you 